I hear karma's a bitch. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Cow Loves Cookies, by Karma Wilson, illustrated by Marcellus Hall, published by Margaret K. McElderry Books. The Cow Loves Cookies compares a particular cow's eating habits to the rest of the animals on the farm with hers. Are her eating habits all her own doing, or are they influenced by someone else? Well, no reason to bring milk, she's got some. So let's have some cookies with this grown-up heifer. The tale starts off unexpectedly, showing the reader a horse and not a cow. You see the farmer feeding the horse. The author explains the horse loves hay all day, every day. You're beating a dead horse. I knew that. Because whenever someone says hi to me and I say hay back, I always get the response, Hay is for horses. <laughs> Just brutal. And I didn't need a reminder of that. Here we go. Now the cow is introduced to the story, saying, quote, but the cow loves cookies. End quote. Interesting. Hay is good enough for the horse, but the cow has to have cookies. And curious word gymnastics there. Did you catch it? Previously they explain how the horse eats hay all day, every day. Yet, the author only states the cow loves cookies. The context makes you think the cow is always having cookies, but she doesn't say it with the words. Anyone can love a food, but almost never include it in their diet. The way she wrote it gives her an out to say, Oh, I wasn't saying the cow had cookies all the time. So when someone becomes obese mimicking the cow, she has an out and can say, Cookies weren't the only thing in the cow's diet. Next we have some good rhymes, showing the farmer feeding chickens their feed and repeating what the horse eats. It also repeats the prior quote, but again with the chickens, she discusses how they eat their feed all day, er day, yet no reference to the quantity at which the cow is eating cookies. I hope for this cow's sake, she has a balanced food intake. The process repeats itself with geese, then showing the prior animals, and gets back to the cow. You guys get the pattern. I do take issue with what the next animal is fed, though. Quote, When farmer feeds the hogs their slop, they love to eat that gooey glop. End quote. And you can see the farmer dumping out a bucket of what looks to be wet shit into a trough, and the pigs are licking their lips. Why do the pigs get subjected to this treatment? Maybe they seem to like it because that's all they know. If someone snuck them a cookie... Maybe they'd be a little more picky with what they ate, just like the cow. Couldn't the farmer give them some maple syrup and pancakes? These pigs are dying up her to be a side of bacon. I think that's the least he could do. Now the story starts to pick up. On his way out to a picnic with the cow in tow, with a rope around her neck, hopefully that isn't a sign of anything to come, he gives the dog a treat. And the author finally answers the question, as to why the cow loves cookies so much. Apparently the farmer would sneak out on these picnics, 
probably hiding what he was doing from his wife. And he would literally milk the cow and dunk cookies into the fresh milk. He would have some cookies and he would give some to the cow. Nothing like eating cookies dunked in your own breast milk. Oh, The farmer is a portly gentleman, so I'm sure his wife isn't too happy about his addiction and is worried about his health, which is why he's sneaking out. This also answers the question that the cow is being poorly influenced by the farmer. These two may die happy, but there's a good chance it's soon and from heart disease. So sad. And the story ends with a duck eating crackers. Don't care. After reading this book, one has to ask, was this book bought and paid for by Big Cookies? Do they want to influence the reader into eating more cookies by subliminally giving them messages about how good cookies taste? Are they also saying, if someone tells you you can't have them, sneak off and do it anyway? Well, it sure feels like it's the case. But they get a whole lot of plausible deniability with the cow-loving cookies thing. And not saying, eat cookies every day for every meal. I did learn something, though. In the process of reading this propaganda book, I learned more about animals on the farm and what they eat, so I'll give him that. I hear Karma's a bitch, and it'll probably come back and bite this duo in the end, maybe when Karma writes the sequel. But honestly, Karma wasn't no bitch when writing this. It was a fun one, even if it was a plug for Big Cookie. Her writing was super smooth, with some real good rhymes. I want to note that they put another book that she's the author of on the cover called Bear Snores On. And usually when they do this, it feels like an admission that, hey, this book sucks, but check out my other book. I swear it's better. But this time, that wasn't the case. This was a great read, and we'll have to check out that one in the future. Marcellus's pictures were fun too. He may not win a cold cot for them, but they captured the animal's love for food with his own flair, and they allowed his skill to show. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.7. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for another servin' or two. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.